0: Welcome to this week's episode of Two Marks and an Eagle. I am your host, Mark number one, Jeremy. Joined with my brothers, Mark number two, Adam, and our resident eagle, Peter. We will be going over this week in wrestling for August 23rd, 2021. And let's get into it. And here we go. Go. on this episode of NXt I'm mark number one jeremy joined as always with my buddies mark number two adam and our resident eagle Peter like I said on the last show this is going over wrestling for august the 23rd 2021 and we'll
1: take it away I actually really enjoyed Nxt this week I mean it was pretty good it had some ups and downs to it but overall I thought it was a pretty good show i mean I, it was by far the best show coming out so it would be for the after this week anyway.
2: It was definitely the best show coming out of WWE, in my opinion, this week.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Except there. I feel like there was a lot of segments in this show, especially with Grimes. Like, you had at least two segments with Grimes and Million Dollar Man. And I'm like, why did they need to have two different segments?
1: Right. And we can kind of get because, to that, too. Because they
0: had them start the show with, like, yay, you won. To the moon, shoot money at the crowd, yay! And then they had another segment later on.
2: Do you usually watch it on Hulu and not on Peacock, and watch it on Peacock this week? Peacock is not no. we. Peacock
1: isn't updating. It hasn't updated since July.
2: That's really weird because I got it. I, I watch it every week, and that's why I was getting at that because like I feel like this is the standard format for NXT. They have like three or four different storylines. Um, that they're running, so there's the Robert Stone brand, there's the um, MSK versus Imperium, there's Cameron Grimes and LA Knight, and there's uh, The Way. Those four particular storylines always seem to get between two to five segments, and they pepper them throughout, and they interchange them throughout the whole that show. was.
0: Hey, He's right. That was... It is up there now. 89 oh. minutes.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I, it's one of those things where, and we were talking about this last night, and I was talking about like, I haven't seen MSK on for a while. Like, I never see them, and they, that must be what Hulu cuts almost every week.
2: Yeah, because I, I mean, like
1: never see MSK on this show ever. They weren't on like, this why week are they, at all. And I'm like, why are they even on here as the champs if they're never gonna fucking be around?
0: Yeah. Uh, since this is the best show of WWE, uh, do we want to? Go out uh, with our uh, our beers of the week.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, okay. Uh, I'll go first real quick. So I am drinking this week a Mad Anthony Ruby Raspberry Wheat Ale. Uh, Mad Anthony, for those of you that don't know, is a local uh, restaurant slash microbrew here in town from Fort Wayne. And uh, it's really good. I mean, I enjoy it. It's fruity. It's kind of a... It's an easy beer to drink, and it's one that, especially on hot days, it's nice to just kind of sit back, relax, and take a, take a load off a little bit. Um,
0: I have Dark Horse's Brewery uh, Scotty Karate. Uh, <laughs> it's a Scottish ale, but instead of the typical peat uh, uh, peat uh, uh, smoked malt, they changed it to cherry smoked malt, so it's uh, like a darker ale. And and this little can is actually ten percent alcohol, oh. so it is a, it's a heavy drink, and it's only in cases of four. <laughs> yeah,
2: be careful of that.
0: Yeah. but Fine it's it's a- not as a, it's not as dark as I th- I thought it would be, be. Um, but uh, it's very nice. I think it would. It it's not great for summer because it's a little too heavy. But like, I think definitely later in the fall, like this is a great one to have outside next with like a fire it's really good
2: yeah this week i am drinking uh, a local beer that's actually brewed mm, 15 minutes from my house um it's in aston pa um <clears throat> and it is an all-weather lager um, and the company is just simply called delco which is where i live is
0: delco um got and, uh, the uh Pete, peyton manning colts and broncos colors there Yes. Yes it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've now ruined the beer. <laughs> it's not. What's bad. it like like a like
2: a Budweiser um, type of thing? No, I wouldn't call it a Budweiser. Um it's a lot more akin to Yingling, but it doesn't have as full of a flavor and it doesn't have as clean of a flavor. Like it just tastes like you're drinking a yingling that was brewed with dirty water instead of it's it's
1: yingling so it's it's yingling's trailer trash cousin
0: yes Uh, i was gonna say the course is (laughs) i was gonna say the coarse light of yinglings
2: right yeah i mean philadelphia's trailer trash little brother is definitely what delco is so (laughs) i would agree (laughs) that uh the delco beer is yingling's trailer trash little brother basically (laughs) nice but it's four percent alcohol so i'm not gonna complain Yeah, Yeah, this one's 4.2,
1: so, I mean, an easy solid. So I win. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going for hard beer.
0: (laughs) All right. So after the crowd gets showered with fake money uh, that went into our first match of Rich Holland versus Toothless Timmy, because I never call him by his last name, I like Toothless Timmy, (laughs) yeah.
2: Did we come up with that or did they say that in the
0: show? I don't remember who said that No, they've said it in the show, I think. Because like when they do the when they do their cut the hard cam with him and uh Champa, Champa always like gets behind him and like grabs his mouth and always stretches it open, and I think he's missing like four teeth. Yeah. So they've called him Mm -hmm. Toothless Timmy, I think. Because I I'll admit I didn't come up with that. Um apparently uh
2: Toothless Timmy got injured indefinitely in this match. I don't know if you caught that. Um, No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, so they don't say it until the main event. (laughs) Um, But during the main event, the announcers say that um, uh, Timothy Thatcher uh, had some kind of injury that is going to put him out indefinitely during this match. Um, I'm not really sure what it was, but...
0: I didn't see something that that bad?
2: Yeah, I mean, I did notice a huge botch in this match, which is um, Ridge goes excuse me, um, Ridge goes the stomp on Thatcher, who's lying on his stomach on the ground, and he misses oh. by about five feet. Easily by <laughs> five feet. I mean, it was ridiculous. They might as well have been on the opposite sides of the ring. It was like, there what were, the hell?
0: There was a lot, and this is also an AW SmackDown. there was just a lot of kicks that they just wouldn't connect and that drives me bonkers because i can kick you in the stomach and not have it hurt like i could put my foot against your stomach and then you can react like why do they do that why do they like oh i can't touch you at all like no you guys need to at least hit each other right i
1: mean it's the same with it's the same with their forearms they do most of the time most guy. most of the time when they're throwing forearms they're not they don't, if they do connect, they're not connecting. But, like, I can
0: understand, like, because we saw what Brock can do, with, like, with forearms. Like, yeah, forearms to the head can hurt. But, like, when they're laying down, there's no reason why I can't connect with my foot. Yeah. There's none.
2: Right. I mean, especially because they do that whole jump thing where they're they're stomping with both feet so they get the noise out of it, out of the other foot. And it's, like, it's very easy to stomp and not put your other foot down when you're stomping with both feet. You know, like, you don't have to put that other foot down to completely whiff on something so insanely basic.
0: (laughs) And especially when you see that after you just watched the UK title, because that's what I did. I watched NXT UK, and then I watched NXT, and I was like, no, you guys can kick the shit out of each other. I just saw it.
2: (laughs) And oddly, no one got injured in the UK title
1: match. (laughs) Somebody apparently got injured in this one, so I don't know. This was my first time seeing Rich Holland because he'd been gone for a while.
0: Yep, broke his tibia and his fibia above his ankle.
1: Because I remember it happened like right after they started doing the Thunderdome. Because didn't you like go to flip outside of the ring and you? Nope. Uh, Because
0: I saw this thanks to one of my. Uh, surgeons that I follow on YouTube uh, Dr. Chris I, he's awesome, check him out plug for somebody who doesn't know I exist uh, it was uh, Oni Lorkin was jumping to the outside and Ridge was supposed to catch him because he's a big guy um, when he caught him he was stepping backwards and he, basically he lost his footing but he put his foot behind him uh, and his right, I think it's his right foot but then he fell backwards and when he fell his right foot t- twisted and then also went underneath him so uh, the bone rotates too far and like where the tibia and the fibula meet the ankle that was just it just was a I think it was actually broken uh, oh what's the scientific term I can't remember but it was cut it was broke diagonally right there which is why he was gone for so long, because both bones were broken right above the ankle, which takes yeah. way longer than just breaking one of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool mm-hmm. little uh, medical effect. and knowledge thing. Yeah, he slows it down and
0: shows it, and uh, then he goes over the actual surgeries. That's why I like it.
1: Um,
2: so I don't know if this was also my first match seeing Thatcher, um, not Thatcher. I mean Holland. Uh, Holland, sorry, Holland wrestle. Um. Do you guys notice how much he looks like Corey Taylor when Corey Taylor shaved his head and started wearing with <laughs> Jeff Cap? He's yeah. in all of my notes as Corey that. Taylor because I couldn't remember what his name he's was. He's a leveled up Corey Taylor. Yeah, he's like Corey
1: Taylor on steroids. <laughs> he's <a> Corey, <laughs> the barbarian version of Corey Taylor. Right? Like, uh, I, he kind of reminds me. I also thought, too, kind of at least from his build and the way he worked, he kind of reminded me of Rob Terry from Impact years ago. He's not as wide. I don't know, like oh, I, Rob Terry was Yeah, but I'm saying like it, like but like working ring style, he reminded me a lot. Oh,
0: okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I can see they're, that.
1: They're both also well, Rob Terry was Welsh. I think Ridge Holland's English or Scottish? English, I think. Uh
0: I think English, because he has the hat and the stick.
1: Yeah, I think he's I think he's English. But yeah, I but yeah, working style, his his in ring work reminds me a lot of Rob Terry, okay.
0: English professional wrestler and former, former,
1: former rugby player. Ooh, god, imagine that bailing down you! Oof. Yep.
0: Uh, so unless something got cut, the next match is Pete's favorite, Kaylee Ray, because she's got it's automatically his favorite, uh, versus some no name. We barely caught the name, I think Valentina. Yeah,
2: yeah. Valentina. Valentina. Valentina it... Martinez, or something like that. Uh, no,
1: the Royce, okay, because she's from Brazil. Yeah, they made a point of mentioning that. And it was <laughs> at this point, me and Jeremy started a conversation We're like, and I told him, like I think there's more women in NXT from not for like from outside of the US than there are US women on this show right yeah, now. I, I think was, so. I think you're right. Yeah, because um, they also introduced uh, a new one. In this show, at the end of this match, didn't they? Uh, I I
2: literally put just nothing down for this
0: match because it, it
2: was just yeah, and no, I think it was just Kaylee Ray. No, I
0: okay. don't know why they decided to have a squash match because they at least could have had another wrestler to make it interesting. But like yeah. the other person was already in the ring, and I barely caught her name, so I'm like, okay, so it's just Kaylee Ray squashing someone. Yeah. So oh, no. The, the other lady you're thinking of, Adam, she showed up during later on with Hit Row and Legato Del Fantasma.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I knew there was one. There was another person that was not from the <laughs> Like the, I knew they debuted someone else that wasn't from there. I'm like, I, this is insane. Yeah. This is the first time WWE's ever had more non-US wrestlers than US ones. Because
0: yeah. Vince isn't there. Yeah.
2: Well, I think the reason that they were putting over that she was from Brazil is because she was wearing that headdress and those feathers on her shoulder. <laughs> Which it was screams like, Brazil. And like, yeah, I looked at her at first and I was like, man, like, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing those things. And then I was like, Pete, you're offending someone else's culture. Shut up and just let her wear what she's wearing. And they're like, oh, she's from Brazil. I'm like, duh. <laughs> like, look at her. Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I, I, I mean, yes, this was a squash match, but it was an entertaining squash match. I mean, she, uh, I just wrote Vivi in my notes. Uh, other at, than the first,
0: it, at least wasn't name. a ten-minute squash match.
2: Yeah, that's true. But it also was. I mean, she did get some offense, in it was entertaining. <clears throat> um, my guess is we are going to see, uh, Valentina, again. I don't think she's just gonna be oh, yeah. a name wrestler that disappears. The thing is, is they should have given her some kind of entrance. <clears throat> I don't know why they didn't. Yeah,
1: but like we've kind of we've kind of noted this before recently, though. They've been doing that with a lot of people, where they don't get an entrance, and not even in ones that aren't even just job matches. Like we've had stuff on SmackDown where like we've had seen Zelina Vega and like people like that not get an entrance.
0: Yeah. They
1: just come back from commercial and they're already in the ring, and then like Carmella would come out or somebody else comes out and they get their entrance.
0: But yeah, I mean, not much to say about the match, honestly, besides just being a regular match. Yeah. Now, the only other thing is I was like, they should just move her up to the main roster right now and just have Nikki Dewdrop, and Kaylee Ray have their own women's stable and just <laughs> run roughshod over the tag teams.
2: They should just call it ICW, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> With
0: Drew yeah, in there too. It's, it's Drew coming in, like, too. <laughs> it's like the Scottish New Day. It'll exactly. be Pete's favorite thing ever. Uh, then we had a segment with Joe, and, like, nothing to really say, because it's always kind of the same after they win a title. Well,
2: yeah, but at the same time, I mean, there are some things in here that I kind of wanted to point out. Like, Yeah,
1: I wouldn't say there's nothing to say. I, just, <laughs> I didn't take notes, so I don't remember everything that happened. I know there was, like, four different people that came out. Right, so Joe...
2: Yeah, so Joe basically says, who's next? And we got L.A. Knight, Pete Dunn, Pete and Kyle O'Reilly all came out. And when Kyle O'Reilly comes out, he starts calling everybody by their proper names. So he calls them Samoa Joseph and Peter Dunn. And then he calls L.A. Knight La Knight. La. <laughs>
0: La Knight. <Yeah>. That was <laughs> so great. Good. So good. <laughs> and then didn't they get attacked by uh, the rest of yeah, from, Pete's crew? Yeah, yeah.
2: Corey Taylor and Champa. Came out and fought <laughs> Tony Larkin and uh, no, not Oney uh, Larkin. No, no, they Ryan came Larkin out. Oney Larkin injured
0: Rich Holland, was, but yeah, like Rich Holland,
2: he was out. Oh, so right. he said, he said, Holland no. was the one that attacked him. Right, yeah.
1: And then Joe fought everybody off, basically. Yeah, I mean, if that if Thatcher is out, I would love to see a storyline between Champa and Joe. That would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I know I've seen it before, but Champa and Pete Dunn is a great match too. Yeah,
1: to be fair, Champa and just about anybody is a great match. True, I still Champa is fucking amazing.
2: As, as much as I hate him, I still want to see Champa fight Randy Orton. I just, I do. Uh, I don't
0: know why. That'd be I, such a good match. I know.
2: I'm just craving it. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> but if he does fight Joe. To make it really interesting, he needs to come back with his attitude that he had with Goldie when he had Goldie. Uh, that against Joe would be awesome. But then again, could Joe take the bumps that would be required for that match? Joe, yeah. I don't Crash on a on the torn up ring on the outside. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I like. What sucks is because Cole's gone and O'Reilly won. Like I don't want him to go for the title, but that's probably what they're gonna do. And, you, and like, you... and I enjoyed him and Fish as the tag team, but like, obviously the skills there. But I don't see O'Reilly as even an NXT champion, honestly.
2: See, I could see him as the uh, North American champion.
0: Yes, yeah, I could see him but fighting they... and Swerve but not NXT champion
1: yeah no I I feel the same way he's one of those guys where he's really good he can be in the main event if like you kind of have a depleted roster from like injuries like if you have a bunch of people that are injured he could be serviceable enough to carry something until somebody's able to come back but I don't see him as a full-time main event wrestler
2: be entirely honest with you, I
0: didn't buy him beating Adam Cole in that cage fight at the end. A lot of those finishes, like the I knew O'Reilly was gonna win, but like definitely the first fall kind of came from nowhere. And then I was like, okay, the street fight one, but like the cage match one, that was was just like I was like, Oh, really? Like that's how yeah. it ends? Okay. Yeah. I super anticlimactic. Going into watching the match, I knew that Adam Cole was
2: gone. Um, I, for some reason, still expected Adam Cole to win. And yeah, so when, you did. <laughs> when he lost, I was just like, wow. I, that was, uh, I was that was was bad. <laughs> I didn't like it at all.
0: It was not I, a good cage match. No.
1: I think it's also one of those things where the ma- because of where they put the match, it was hard because you put it in the middle of, your championship matches with the UK title match and the NXT match. I think it also had a bad spot card placement as well. Yeah. Honestly, I think this, that match should have started the night off. Yeah. To give it, to give the other two also to give those two championship matches kind of room to breathe as well. Cause it's one of those things where I know that I understand why they put it there to have something different between those two matches. Cause you didn't want to have those two matches back to back. You couldn't. But I also okay. think that that was a bad spot for that match, too. Yeah. Speaking of bad spots, uh,
0: next we have the finals for the breakout tournament. with oh,
1: uh, uh
0: With uh, Carmelo Hayes against uh, Orlando, oh, Jones. Saying, Orlando Jones. I was going to say man, Jordan. I was, I was so like,
1: fucking oh. disappointed with this match. Like, I was so pissed off that Carmelo Hayes won this match.
0: See, I was disappointed. And he won with with a crucifix pin, which looks awful on a bigger man. Not only that,
2: but he reversed a pin into a crucifix pin on a bigger dude. That shouldn't work. Yeah. It should never work. Yeah, it just shouldn't have worked.
0: Because all the bigger dude has to do is lift up his stomach and get it on his feet. And then, now I have you across my back.
2: Right. Ah. I didn't like the the ending of this match, but I'm going to disagree and say I didn't like this match. I, I really liked this match.
0: I mean, it wasn't. A, I would say it's not a bad match. It's sorry, the match I, itself just, a, just bad. a bad, hated, a booking match.
1: I yeah. hated, yeah, the bo- Yeah, I hated. I hated who won this match because very clearly, Orlando Jones should have won this.
0: Yeah,
2: I agree. Like, uh, he looked unbeatable through the whole match, and then he just lost.
1: Yeah. And he's and I don't think they're. I mean, I also could be wrong. But like when I, we were, I was looking at the WWE roster later. He's not on the roster,
0: so he might not be back. So
1: I don't think he's coming back. Mm. That's upsetting because he's good.
0: At least yeah, um, I, I'll say probably, hopefully, in the defense. These guys are really young, because what they said Orlando's only been wrestling three years, something like yeah, that, and he's Orlando's only like twenty.
1: Something, I think he's about 24, maybe 25.
0: So, I think maybe they came up with this finish, and hopefully, other people, the talent agents in WWE, agree with us that look, that finish didn't work, and they'll both improve upon it. That might be the only saving grace, probably, because I, because you know, they're both young. Hey, sometimes. Matches are gonna suck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right, but that's at the same time. As far as that regard goes, that's the responsibility of the guy, of the agent, of the match, making sure and putting together the finish. I don't like. I mean, anyone putting together they, that match that had any knowledge of wrestling would have known that that was not going to be a good finish to the match.
0: But being a developmental br- developmental brand, do they tell them exactly how they want the pen to go? Because I don't think they of do. It is. I also didn't like it only because, like, there was he didn't weaken him in the right positions to make that pin work. That was the that's the other biggest problem. That pin can work if like you weaken that guy's arms or his legs so that he can't use it to to break out of the pin. And I just didn't really see that from Carmelo Hayes. He just still hit his big spots off the ropes and all of that jazz. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I hope I see OJ again. Not that OJ, the other OJ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, the next match I have is the Boa match. I'm assuming it got cut from Hulu, so you guys didn't see it. Nope. They just Hulu. Don't lo- Hulu hates Asians. That's
0: okay. what we're going to go with.
2: Yeah, so that we got two cut matches. It was Boa. And last time we had a Boa match, I named him as the wrestler to watch. And this was not a match you should have watched. Did not, <laughs> did not highlight how I thought he was good. No fist bumps or whatever? No. It, strikes? No, it was, it was you know an, an absolute squash match that lasted <laughs> last less than two minutes. And Boa lost against a jobber. So... It,
0: what? Yeah. It was bad. Uh... After that was Hit Row versus Legato del Fantasma. Um,
1: I don't, I don't really know. Care about this feud? I,
0: I I like Hit Row. I like the I like the picture of Hit Row. I like how they look. I like how they can play off of each other well. But Scott Swerve and what's-his-face, not Top Dollar, the other guy who looks like Scott Swerve. Uh, I don't like them in the ring. And then, I don't understand Legato Del Fantasma because they all have masks, they all take off their masks, and then I can't tell who the hell's who anymore. Because they go go by their regular names and not like luchador names. (laughs) And the lady on um, Hit Row is just awful.
1: I don't like her. She's like the new version of Vicky Guerrero, basically. Well,
0: to me, she feels like Carmella. And Carmella was pretty awful in NXT. And But, obviously, I mean, she has gotten better, so we'll see. But, yeah, I I can't get into this feud. The only real bright spots I have is just Top Dollar when he's got like all three guys and he's slamming around. He looks awesome out of that group. I think he looks the best out of everybody.
2: Yeah, I think Top yeah. Dollar had the best match or the best bit in this match uh, myself.
1: i say it's funny how now all of a sudden as we're watching this stuff more, I'm getting more impressed by the big guys because there aren't as many to be impressed by anymore. Yeah. And all the stuff I used to enjoy, which was like the dives and everything else because people didn't used to do it all the time. Now it's boring because now everybody does it all the time.
0: Yeah, and it's not even used as to like knock people out anymore.
1: It's not even a it's not even a high spot anymore, like a turning point in the match. It's just a move that they do at any point. Yeah, like that's. I think that's also what kind of takes, is what kind of makes it devalued. Is that like, yeah, there used to be high spots in matches in some, but they were used at certain spots for certain reasons. Now, it's just there.
2: I mean, I see your guys' point to that. I've obviously always argued the other side. I still believe in the other side. I I prefer the newer style of wrestling, but I do see your point to it.
0: I think something that takes it away from a lot of wrestlers, there are standouts. People like Darby, people like Mysterio, you know, they can at least, they at least know... They can make themselves stand out, not necessarily in their moveset, but who they are as a character. And that's okay. But like with this match, Scott Swerve, his buddy, and the rest of Legato Del Fantasma, except for Escobar, because Escobar's way bigger. I can't tell them apart. You could switch out those two guys in Legato Del Fantasma, and then half the time, I guarantee I was like, I would switch them up. Because they're just small, skinny guys flipping around. They they don't make themselves as a person stand out anymore. And I think that's what hurts it a lot. I mean, because they're all similar build, they're all similar looking, and then they all do similar moves. So it's like it, it all becomes kind of just a gray fog in your memory about who did what.
2: My thing with Legato del Fantasma um, is a couple of things. I mean, first off, the two Jokers that hang out with Escobar, um, I mean, they just remind me of the Bollywood Boys. They're basically the Mexican Bollywood Boys. and Yep. But on top of that, like one of the things that I think about um, specifically with them is they come out... First off, this was completely new ring gear for them, which was kind of cool, um, at least from what they've worn in other matches I've seen them in. But the whole removing the mask before the match thing doesn't make sense to me as to why the announcers aren't putting it over and explaining to us why they're taking the masks off because from my understanding the reason a luchador wrestler will come to the ring with a mask on and remove it before wrestling said match is because he has or she has been in a match previously in which they lost the right to wear their mask And they are still allowed to be known as the name, and they are still allowed to wear the um, mask to the ring, but they cannot have their mask on once the bell has rung. And being as entrenched in professional wrestling culture as I am, I'm kind of offended that they're not telling us anything. As offended as I get when a luchador has his mask removed mid-match.
1: From what I also remember, to voluntarily remove your mask without having lost a mask match for that is considered, like, the highest form of disrespect. Oh, absolutely. luchador Wrestling. But, yeah, because it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't know of them losing it, like, because they didn't say anything about it or put it over, I'm like, they didn't lose a mask match. They shouldn't be taking their masks off before the match.
0: But anyway, to get to the finish of the match, uh, what's her name? B-Fab. Just call her Cardi B 2.0. Uh, She She tried to distract them. No, she doesn't. They all look terrible. Uh, (laughs) She tried to distract them. And then some chick, I've never seen her before. Electra Lopez came out and uh, hit her with a pipe and then hit uh, uh, Top Dollar. And then they set him up to get pinned. So, yeah. uh, What's her name? Uh,
1: Lopez. My name is Electra Lopez. (laughs)
2: Alexa Lopez, three or four weeks ago, had her um, NXT debut, and it was essentially like this Valentina chick. Oh, okay. She was just in like a squash match real quick. Um, I don't particularly remember if she was the one that got squashed or if she squashed someone else, but um, we have seen her before. It's just not been much. Probably got cut out of Hulu.
1: Yeah, probably likely. Yeah.
0: Which is probably why I don't know who the hell she is. Right. Yeah. So now it looks like it's four on four finally, but I oh. can't get into this feud.
1: So Electra Lopez actually debuted in NXT before her first her match was against Frankie Monet.
2: Oh there you go. Yeah, it was against Frankie Monet. And she yeah, was Frankie, Frankie Monet squashed the hell out of her, right? that terrible match
1: what was monet's second match yeah it was her second nxt match
2: yeah it was the one that i was bitching that she did four finishers just to finish a squash match
1: probably yeah because i've kind of recognized ring gear now yeah looks similar to the brazil chick we saw earlier yep
0: okay so we're gonna end it for tonight for nxt Um,
1: yeah i think so i don't have much else on this man on this uh did you guys show. get
2: the segment of Diamond Mine? No. Nope. Okay. I'm o- I'm only pointing this out because you have talked so many times about what the hell is the point of Diamond Mine. They haven't explained it, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, so on the Peacock version, we got about a two-minute promo from uh, the black Which guy that runs eat. Diamond Mine. Christ, I can't remember his name. <laughs> uh, um, Malcolm Bevins? Yes, Malcolm Bevins. There you go. Anyway, yeah, he cuts a promo where um, they're basically training some new up-and-coming wrestlers, obviously because they cut Rust, um, so he's not in Diamond Mind anymore. Um, But uh, they were basically talking about how they're getting other wrestlers ready. They said their names. I didn't remember what they were. Um, But it was just a little brief two-minute T.O.P.S. promo cut by Diamond Mine to basically say, hey, we actually are a wrestling school and this is what we do. We find out new wrestlers and make them better. Um, it's
0: basically so, all it was. So hopefully we'll see who they bring in next week. Yeah. Or in a month. Uh, yeah, in a month. <laughs> yeah. or in their new atrociously brand logo. Oh, dear lord. Eh. eh. No, it's not that awful. bad
1: awful no it's not. what are you gonna
0: what are you gonna call it, it was the black and gold everything. brand and now it's the paintball brand i love it's
1: it. the seth Rollins suit brand <laughs>
0: no i saw <laughs> <a> okay <laughs> you put that on a suit and i'll like it but not as a brand for a promotion it's the
2: same fucking thing i saw a meme that said the new nxt logo literally looks like they took everything triple h hates and put it into a single logo
0: <laughs> yep all right but on that, we are going to wrap up today's show for NXT. Thank you for listening. I've been Mark number one, Jeremy. I'm Adam. And I'm the Eagle Peter. And we will see you tomorrow for the episode of AEW. Bye-bye.